Welcome to It's Funny, That Makes It Okay, a podcast where we talk about what we find funny, strange, off the wall, possibly even a rant from time to time. I'm Doug Meeks, my co-host is Greg Daniel, and here we go. Well, ho, 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 and welcome back, everybody, the Mer- second week of December. That's right, Merry Christmas. We are in the season now. Yeah, hopefully everybody started their Christmas baking, has got some Christmas shopping done. You're, uh... Did you say baking or banking? Either. I don't have. It would be very quick for if I was doing Christmas banking. It would be a zero. Well, it's usually just withdrawal. <laughs> withdrawal, withdrawal, overdrawn. <laughs> no, Christmas baking, cookies, goodies, uh, all that good stuff. Yeah. Give us a, we'll, we'll talk about food at a later one, but what, what's, a, what's a quick favorite uh, dessert? Favorite dessert? Buckeyes. Buckeyes. Uh, mine would Peanut be. Peanut butter and chocolate. Yeah, those are good. And mine go with a cookie, and it would be the. Uh, uh, peanut butter blossoms. Peanut butter blossoms. I I could have went either way with them. Yep. Either the Buckeyes or the peanut butter blossoms. Yep. Peanut butter and chocolate again with a cookie. Not to get into too much, but for the peanut butter blossoms, do you want the chocolate Brock Star or the Hershey's Kiss? For me, it's the Hershey Kiss. Now my wife likes the Star better. Now I'll eat either one. Don't get me wrong. They're, yeah, they're both good. But for <clears> me, the Hershey Kiss is a better cookie. It makes the cookie a little better. I like the Kiss and I like the Star. The thing I like about the star, I, okay, I'm gonna put is they melted better. One of each of those cookies down there. Which you can take one. Which one are you picking? Star. Oh, see, I'm, I'm, that'd be perfect because I'm taking the kiss. Yeah, and uh, yeah, again, like I said, because the the star to me seemed to melt better because the the kiss is taller, and so it takes a little longer for that heat to get up into the top of it. But you do kind of get a little crunchy there. Yeah. So. so yeah, I like the kiss a little better. So your star, I'm kiss. I'm a little more romantic than you, so that all works I'm out a star. that way. <laughs> And I'm a romantic. <laughs> so, wow, that was a complete tangent there. We kind of diverted off. We did not plan on going that way. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, to move on, I guess, we, we, you know, we are starting to talk about Christmas and made us think about, you know, growing up, you know, kind of, we talked about this with Halloween, you know, what, what were some things you did as a kid, you know, school or maybe even up into, up into high school even. Yeah, well, and again, starting the... <clears throat> Starting the second week of December, really starting to ramp up at school. I remember we would, this is a time when you're starting to get ready for your Christmas concerts. They're usually that either the end of that second week or the beginning of the third week. So you're practicing your songs. You're having extra music classes. Um, I know when when my son and, and, you know, when your kids were young or something, they, they would start like in, in grade school, they'd have the recorder, so you'd get to go sit through that wonderful <laughs> concert of yeah. Jingle Bells and Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer with the recorder. Um, you know, having to, having to make sure you know, and with me, having to make sure you know all of your, your music. And I always liked the Christmas concert because we'd go sing. And then at the end, they'd have, you know, Santa Claus would come out and they'd pass out a little bag of candy to all the kids. would get to come up and get a little bag of candy. And it was always the little book that you'd open up that was lifesavers inside yeah yeah. uh or sometimes you get the little bag of gold coins that were the chocolate coin in there those are good too. yep yep did you guys ever do uh caroling in the halls at school i'm trying to think i not i don't remember doing that at school now like in with like church youth groups and things like that we would go to we went to some nursing homes yeah we walk around and sing christmas because i always liked that that was always fun uh, you get to get her walk around, and sing sing songs, get out, and usually have some hot chocolate and cookies. But in, yeah, but in grade school, I actually remember going around a couple times to the other classrooms and like caroling. 
Um, and then, yeah, and I was a band geek, so starting in about fifth grade, every year I'd have a band concert, and my parents always got to come sit through those, especially when you're younger. Some of those uh, don't sound probably the best to the parents, but um, man, as a kid, it was a, it was a blast learning that Christmas music and getting to go out there and play it. Uh, one year I got to play the snare drum with the choir. I was the only instrumentalist, <laughs> and they did Do You Hear What I Hear? And I did the snare drum part. I thought you'd be the little drummer boy. <clears throat> nope, I was the it's... Do You Hear What I Hear. Wow. Nope, the little drummer boy. You are a star. I was a star. That's why I like the star. <laughs> yes, you are a star. But, but yeah, so, uh, yeah, we grew up... Um, Having the different, you know, yeah, band concerts. I think we probably had some Christmas, maybe plays we did. Uh, art class, you made Christmas stuff. I, that's on That's on my notes here. Art class, loved Christmas art class. We would do all kinds. One year, we actually sewed, and we sewed, like you put it, we got all kinds of different materials. Oh, good, I got a button. That's yeah, I'll, I'll, we'll, uh, you know, darn your socks, and we'll fix those holes up and put some buttons on for Don't curse you. at my socks. I know it. But we had little squares of uh, material that were probably, I don't know, four inches square. And you'd put a piece of cotton into it. You'd sew it up so it was a little ball. And then we'd sew all those up. And we made them into these wreaths, uh, like a Christmas wreath that you Uh would put on the tree. And it was only about six inches around diamond. I think my mom still has it. We throw it on the... But we made Christmas wreaths or we would cut out, you know, construction paper um, ornaments, or you'd take your school picture and put it on one, and you know, oh, yeah. use a lot of glitter around it and glue. And <laughs> yeah, or you would always make uh, snowmen with the, the, the styrofoam yep. balls, or yep. or an angel. You know, put yep. a cone underneath it, put a, a glitter halo on it, or or a pipe cleaner, I guess. Yep, a halo on top. Um, yeah, I can't really think of a ton of decorations we did, but I know we did, and we have our. I use, we usually set up three trees here at home, and one of them in the family. Well, you've got the mansion here, so you you know you need to spread that. Oh, out. that's Everybody. right. Yeah, you know we got we got to fill the space. one in the west wing, one in the east wing. <laughs> that's right. But but I want the solarium. <laughs> we have two solariums. Oh, oh nice, <laughs> very nice. <laughs> but the family room tree is it's a small little you know six foot tree, and it has like our odd and end ornaments or fun ornaments or whatever and yeah we had a bunch of them from the kids when they did that with like their grade school pictures and put them on them and and different ones like that it's fun to bring them out yeah, every year and make, make fun of them it is <laughs> so so yeah that's uh nothing really big but it was just a lot of fun prepping getting ready for christmas you're you're starting to hear you know christmas music which we'll get to in a minute here um you know you just uh Ramping into the season and uh, a lot of fun. I didn't even think about church programs when we talked about this earlier. Oh yeah, but yeah, we Christmas always... cantatas. Oh yeah, cantatas or plays that you did as a kid. And oh, what mom would always I'm make an, us I'm do an it. And I hated it as a kid. <laughs> and now you look back, it's like oh, it's kind of fun as a kid to drag you because like oh, I'm going to spend my whole Sunday afternoon at church there trying to go over the program, make sure you know your lines. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and my kids did it too, and we'd go watch them. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's always that was a, f- a fun memory. So, but anyways, I think we'll move on from that. And uh, I'm kind of surprising Doug here with a trivia surprise. Uh, surprise! Yeah, I thought we would jump in tonight with uh, a little. Uh, we picked one of our favorite uh, Christmas movies, and I'm gonna give him oh, 15 or 20 trivia questions and see how he does. 
He didn't know. Yeah, no uh, prep on this at no, all from me, so I have no idea. So all of you out there in podcast land, feel free to play along as well. The These are worth two points apiece. There yeah. will be a prize at the end. I hope I win. Yeah, Doug will ship you a prize, and uh, you just send <laughs> us your, your address. Um, so the movie I chose was Christmas Vacation. So a lot of these will be very easy for uh, you Christmas Vacation aficionados out there. Um, and for Doug, too. He's seen it a number of times. So most of these, I think, will be fairly easy. But there will probably be a couple surprise ones that maybe won't be quite quite so easy. Well, let's see how I do. All right. Let's dig in. So question number one. In order to distract the family, what animal did Clark tell them he saw? They were on their way to get a Christmas tree. I think it was a deer. Ding, ding, ding. Yes, a deer. Um, Look, kid's a deer. Yep. So and then he told the, I think, he, I believe he told the uh, guys in the pickup truck that they were number one at that point. Yes. Yep. <laughs> okay. That's the scene. All right. Full disclosure, I have not seen Christmas Vacation in a, a few years, so I, I'm trying to access the recesses of my brain, which isn't always good. <laughs> my brain is on recess. <laughs> Um, all right, so you got you got one right. Woo! Okay. Question number two: What is Eddie's dog's name? Oh, Snots, isn't it? Or... Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. Yes, he has a sinus condition. Yeah. All right. I think he also has a little Tennessee leg hound in him too. Yes, he does. <laughs> and he yaks on bones. Yes, he does. <laughs> all right, number three: What does Mister Shirley? Call Clark. Oh, yeah. Boy, that's a... So, Mr. Shirley is Clark's boss. Yep, and they're walking in, and he stops because he uh, made some kind of product that did well, and he wants Clark to give him a few lines to tell the board. And he calls him a name, and I cannot remember what it was. Let me think here. Yep, tells him where to put the present. Kent? No. Oh, no. The answer is Greaseball. Greaseball? I yeah. did, that is not anywhere close to what I thought. He calls about. him a Greaseball. <clears throat> okay, in the beginning of the movie, what did Clark and his family get stuck under while driving? Oh, that was a, uh, a log-carrying semi-truck, a logger truck. Yes. Um, so that, that was pretty straightforward. Okay, number five. We have, you might want to take a rain check on that. He's got a lip fungus that ain't I been I been blah, 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 that ain't been identified yet. Who said that? That was cousin Eddie talking about his son. Yes, that would be correct. Ding ding ding. All righty. When the Griswolds go hunting for a Christmas tree, what does Clark forget to bring with him? A saw. Yep. The saw. All right. What is Clark Griswold's middle initial? H. And, ah. W. w. That's right. Clark W. Griswold. When Clark is trapped in the attic, what does he do to occupy his time? Watches old family videos. Yes. Well, movies. Eight, eight millimeters. Yes, old movies. Okay. Um, let's see here. This is a tough one. What did Francis tell Ellen... She had hemorrhoids. Yes. <laughs> oh, mother! Yeah, when they arrived at <laughs> yes. the door. Yeah. Yes. 
Yep. Um, okay. What did Clark receive as his Christmas bonus? Well, that's the gift that gives all year round. Yep. That, or keeps giving on or something like that. Yeah, it's the Jelly of the Month Club, year, Clark. Yeah. It is the Jelly of the Month Club. Yes. Um, all righty. What kind of vehicle does Eddie and Catherine have? Tenement on wheels, an RV. Yes, the beautiful RV. Beautiful. Don't go eyeballing it. No. <laughs> and it's leaving here in a month when I pull out. Um, Clark's wife, Ellen, has a nickname for him. What does she always Sparky. call Sparky. Yep, Sparky. Uh, we're getting close here. Uh-oh. Um, let me see here. There's a lot of questions. Um, when looking for Christmas decorations... Russ says that he can't find the what? Christmas decorations? Yep. Russ is looking. Can't find the star? I don't know. No. Oh. The Santa Claus. The Santa Claus. I'm thinking for the tree, not outside. I'm thinking they're decorating the tree inside. Yeah. All righty. Um... Who plays the female neighbor to the gri- who hates the Griswolds? Julia Louise Dreyfus. Yep. All right. Um, okay. Um, we did that one. What did Nora do with her turkey at the family dinner? She overcooked it. It was too dry. Okay. Um, nope. This is oh. Nora. She did something to her turkey. I can really remember this. Okay. I don't know then. It says Nora stirred the turkey in water to add some moisture. I don't remember that at all. It says Clark was Clark was getting ready to carve the turkey at the dinner table. He complimented Catherine on how good the bird looked. Clark started to carve the turkey. It popped open and there was nothing but steam and bones. Yeah. Uh, Nora took her turkey and swirled it around in water to add some moisture. Ellen pretended like she was eating the turkey when actually she was flinging it over her shoulder. Okay. Well, I don't recall that. Yeah. Uh, So we're at 15. I think that's good. Um, You got got 10 out of 15. All right. So that's a respectable amount. Respectable. Seems I haven't seen it in a few years. Yeah. So, so yeah, there's a little Christmas vacation trivia for you. Yeah. I want all the podcasts out there pick something up real nice for themselves, too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's a great movie. But. It is a great movie. <laughs> Love the movie. We'll talk about movies in a couple weeks here. And, yes. And uh, yes, our, pick will. our favorites, maybe. Yes, we will. But I think now let's go ahead. The segment that I got coming up here, I thought let's. Well, each one of us is going to come up with kind of our Christmas playlist. We each pick ten songs. Some of these may be duplicates. Um, some of them may not. These are songs that we like. When we're done with these, we're going to talk about some songs that maybe they're guilty pleasure songs that most people don't like, but we have, we will admit that we do like them. We may even touch on a few hated Christmas songs. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see how this goes, but we'll, we'll start off with putting together a Christmas playlist. Again, we'll create playlists. We'll throw them out there. You guys feel free to listen to them. Feel free to comment and uh, let us know what your favorite Christmas songs are as well. So, uh, you want to start or you want me to start? Right, or? Go right ahead. Well, 
I think we've got about 10 each. Yeah, right? I got 10, and, and I'm just going to go 1 through 10. They're not necessarily in any kind of order. We're just doing one at a time? Yeah, we'll just go yeah. back and forth. So the first song that I have down on my list is Silent Night by Chet Atkins. My dad had a Chet Atkins, a Chet Atkins Christmas album. Absolutely love listening to him play the guitar. And the way he played Silent Night, I always loved that. As Even as a kid, loved that song. I love his version of it. See, I'll need to listen to that because I can't think how his version goes. Oh, I do I, like his guitar playing. I love his guitar playing. So, yep, that, that would be my, my first one on my playlist. Okay, well, my first one is Please Come Home for Christmas by the Eagles. That is, uh, that's been, for many, many years, that's been one of my favorites. I've got that as number five on my <laughs> list. Yeah, so, a, we're going to be crossing some of these yes, off. Yes, we, we are. So I um, do have that one. I love that song. That's a great version of that song. Yep. It, it, it's the only version. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> There's a couple on my list. I'm pretty, pretty adamant about the version. Um, and when we get to it, I'll, yeah, I'll let you know that this is the only approved version. Yeah, and, and that would be one, I would agree. It's It's got to be the Eagles version of that. I, I don't want to hear anybody else singing it. Yep. All right, so what's your number two? All right, my, my second one is Silver Bells by Bing Crosby. Love Silver Good Bells. Good song. And Good I song. love Bing Crosby singing it. Yep, yep. I mean, Bing did so many good Christmas songs, but yeah, that, that definitely is a good one. I, I that would. It's not on my playlist, but it would definitely... Uh, be one that I could easily. Yeah, he had out. a ton of songs. I love Bing Crosby's voice, so I tried to limit the number of Bing Crosby songs I put and try to do some some variety in there. But yeah, I could have I could have listed several of his songs, but I think I only got a couple. Yeah, I have a feeling there'll be a number of them that we definitely will differentiate on because we just have you know our different tastes in music or whatever. Even though I probably like most of the ones you like, I don't, I don't know if that feeling will be mutual. <laughs> Well, and I had a very difficult time only coming up with 10 because I kept coming up with other songs that after I had my list, like, ooh, I like that. Like, well, I got to keep it at 10. So if I put that one on the list, I'm going to have to knock some of the other ones off. Yeah. Well, my number two is Where Are You Christmas by Faith Hill. Yeah. Um, she did that in the, uh, yep, the Grinch that's a, movie. That's a pretty song. I like yeah. the song. Man, her voice towards the end of that where she belts out those high notes. Oh, my goodness. It's just killer. Yep, very, uh, very beautiful version of so that. So, Where Are You Christmas by Faith Hill is my number two. All right, well, my third, I got to go with The King. Elvis. Elvis. Blue Christmas. Absolutely love. My dad had, big Elvis fan, had the Elvis Christmas album. I remember listening to that as a little bitty kid. I was probably four. Some of my first, mm-hmm. first real. Uh, Memories of Christmas was probably my when I was four years old. We yeah. lived in a, in a house, and I, I remember they played Elvis Christmas a lot. <laughs> I just absolutely love Elvis and uh, Blue Christmas. One of my favorites. I didn't even think about Elvis, man. <laughs> oh, he he, he <laughs> but, had a ton of them too. So yeah, that's a good song. I like it. Uh, so yeah, Elvis, that'd be good. So that's your number three. Yep. That's All right, third one. My number three is I'm Dreaming of a White Christmas by the Drifters. Fantastic. That was one of the ones that after I put my list together, I was like, oh, I wish I had to pick the Drifters, White Christmas. Yeah, and it's hard not to pick the Bean Crosby one. But I love that because I can picture it. And in my head, I've got them, you know, it's like guys standing on the street corner. of They're around a barrel with a fire going. It's snowing, and they're just out there. Just singing it. Yeah, and at the end when the guy goes into falsetto and he's like, I can't do it with my throat. (laughs) I am dreaming. 
Yeah. Yeah. The great, great version of that song. Yeah, I think that was in a uh, John Candy movie. Um, Uncle Buck, I think, when he's cooking pancakes. Yeah, that very uh, <laughs> well might be. Uh, but yeah, excellent song. Very so, good song. That's number three on my playlist. All right. Well, number four for me, I went back to Bing Crosby, I'll Be Home for Christmas. This good song. Good classic song. song. Love the song. Uh, brings back good memories. Makes yeah. you makes you think about you know being a kid, going home, being with family. Just a, a good feel good Christmas song. Yep, yep, good song. All right. Well, my number four is "Merry Christmas, Darling" by the Carpenters. Ooh, see, that was there were several Carpenter songs that came up that I'm like, yeah, I had I'm a glad hard you time. threw some on because yeah, like, I had a hard time Ugh. picking Carpenter. What am I going to do? Uh, because there's uh, I can't uh, the name slipping me now, but. Yeah, there's there's a ton of Carpenter Christmas songs that are excellent. Yeah. So I picked Merry Christmas, Darling. It's a nice mellow tune. Uh, liked it. So that's number four. Yep. Well, my number five was Please Come On for Christmas by the Eagles. Like you said, the only version that's out there. I've heard other ones. But the Eagles, it's Aaron Neville's isn't bad, but it's not the, it's the Eagles yeah, is the only one. Yeah, it's not the same. I, mean, I just, just love It's a great way to start it off. Just that bells will be ringing and then yep. it kicks in. No, I just love that song. Yeah, and it's got the little chimes at yeah. the beginning. The, yeah, yeah, I like it. So, yeah, fifth one you've already taken, but I, I'll just reiterate that. I do love uh, love the Eagles. Please come home for Christmas. Yep. And number five, I have Silver and Gold by Burl Ives. Oh, see, that was one I wanted on my list. Uh, I'm glad you put it on there. <laughs> love um, that whole Didn't you song. do that in the Rudolph? Yes. Uh, yeah. As the snowman and just his voice and singing that song. It just, yeah, that, I mean, he's got Christmas. Holly Jolly oh. Christmas, and he's got other ones. But for some reason, Silver and Gold always stuck out. That to was me. that was one of my favorites that he did. Uh, right, my was... next one, "Rocking Around the Christmas Tree" by Brenda Lee. And when I was looking this up, you know, uh, I found out she was 13 years old when she recorded that. Oh, was she really? <laughs> she sounded like she had a young voice, yeah. but I just kind of she thought kills that. Was her... that ver- oh, I, and it's yeah. got to be her version. I've heard other versions. I like. There, I can listen to, but her version is the best. I, I absolutely love her version of that song. Yep. You know what's funny is I had that on my list, and it got cut as I put other ones. <laughs> oh, at least we're picking up uh, each other's songs, some of them. So. Yeah. Now, this one for my number six is, <clears throat> this was a tough call because I, I like a lot of his other music from the Snoopy cartoons. Uh, Vince Guaraldi, uh, I picked Christmas Time is Here. I really like that song and the way they, and I like either the instrumental version or the kids singing version. Um, I like them both. Yep. Uh, but yeah, Christmas time is here. And there actually are other acceptable versions of that song. This one's still my favorite, but I pretty much will listen to that song by anybody. Uh, the seventh one for me, number seven, is Sleigh Ride. And for me, I put Boston Pops. The Boston Pops version. Oh, yeah. That's just my favorite. And I like that song. I've heard other people do it. I've heard people do it that actually, you know, that have the lyrics. Yeah. But just the Boston Pops version is just my all-time favorite. Don't the Carpenters do a version of that one? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, the Boston Pops. Oh, yeah. Was it Andy Williams (laughs) who had a real famous version of uh, Sleigh Ride, I think? Yeah, man. I completely did not think of that one. Wow. Yeah. That's a great song. And that was a very fun band song. Oh yeah, I the, loved the, it. The crack in the whip. Yeah, we got the we had the little thing that had two the pieces wood. of wood on it. Yep. And you slap and it. A piece of leather or whatever between it that would smack it. Yeah. Yep. Man, yep. what fun! So yep, I, I love that song. All right, my next one. 
It's probably a little more of an obscure song, and it's been redone by a bunch of people. Is Grown Up Christmas List, but it was by Amy Grant. Yep, originally. I do remember that. And I love the original Amy Grant version of it. Um, it was a tough choice picking an Amy Grant song, whether it was that one or Tennessee Christmas, uh, which was another very good song that she did. But I'm going with Grown Up Christmas List. That was a good one. Well, number eight for me. That was my seven. Yep. Yeah. And my eighth one, Christmas Time is Here, Vince Garaldi Trio. So <laughs> I, I, I Actually, any of those songs off of the uh, Charlie Brown Christmas, I've, I've got the soundtrack. I, the whole soundtrack is fantastic. I love the Vince Garaldi Trio. Yeah, they're, they're I mean, the Hark the Herald that they oh, do. Yeah. The, yeah. And I'm with you. It could be either just the instrumental or it could be the one with the kids singing. Um, I don't really care. like them both equally. Yeah. So they're, yeah. they're good. It's a great song. So that was num- my eighth eighth uh, selection. My eighth selection is Christmas Eve Sarajevo by Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Yeah, that's good. Killer song, man. Um, and really, I could have picked about any TSO song and been... It would have been on anybody's playlist. <laughs> now, if I remember, that's when it kind of starts off a little slow. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Because then it has the like, bells. Bom, bom, dun, 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 dun. Is that the one? Or? I believe that's the one. Okay. then there's Carol of the Bells. We'll too, put it out on our playlist. Carol of the Bells, yep. which is another very good one. And Again, this would all be so much better if we could play clips. You wouldn't have to hear me try to butcher up a song like that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, any any trance I be on orchestra song. Yeah. Saw them in concert twice, and they were really. I've seen good them fans. once, but they if were you front, have row, it, front row. <laughs> yeah, if you, if you have an opportunity to go see them, I highly recommend it. The very high energy, fun concert. Yeah. So that's my number eight. Okay, so my number nine is going to tie in with our little game that we played. That spirit of Christmas, Ray Charles, when Chevy oh, Chase yeah. is sitting up in the attic, they're playing. That is a that is sad. A goal. That, that's a that's a tugs at the old heartstrings a little bit. He's watching the old eight millimeters, looking at all the him as a kid and the family and his oh, yeah. parents, and they're all young and now they're older and they're in kind of the twilight years. And he's getting a little misty eye thinking about you know all oh, his kids are starting to grow up um, right before he falls to yeah, the floor. They needed that at that point because mm-hmm. it was getting like oh man, this is getting a little rough here. I, Great, I'm to feel great sad. song. Good call. I, yep, I that didn't spirit that of Christmas, one. Ray Charles. Yep. All right. Well, my number nine is Mary. Did you know? But it absolutely has to be the Mark Lowry version. He kills um, it. That is a fantastic version. There's been other very good versions. Pentatonix. Now is that the one where the the whole the Gaither vocal band are back at, is yes. backing him up? Yes. Yep. yep. That is the only version. Like I said, Pentatonix, very nice version. I think. Kenny Rogers maybe did a version. He did. That's pretty good. He did. Um, man, but there's just nothing like Mark Lowry doing it. And as far as I can tell, there is no studio recording of that with Mark Lowry. There's only, I found one live recording of him doing it. Hmm. Um, he wrote it, he co wrote it, I believe. Um, Didn't his mom do, wasn't she a songwriter too? Or is I'm not sure. I know he co wrote it with somebody, okay. but. Um, Excellent song. I could have just made that up. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And maybe he didn't write it at all. I could be making that up too. <laughs> no, I believe he did actually co-write it. You said it. it with conviction, and that's what counts. Yeah, yeah. I do have conviction. <laughs> I'm convicted. All right, so my number 10 and, and final song on this playlist, and again, this is not a definitive playlist by any means. There's so many songs that I could have put on the list. 
This one is, has gotten to become a controversial song now. I love the song. Dean Martin, Mr. Cool himself. Oh, yeah. Baby, it's cold outside. <laughs> Good song. And, and people have blown it out of proportion and said, oh, it's date rape. He's drugging the... It's just... It's just about the classic art of seduction back at the time where there, there's a, a little give and take between the man and woman. He's like, oh, why don't you stay a little longer? Why don't you? Yeah. And she's like, oh, I really should go. Oh, come on. And, and you know, and, and that, in that era, he's fixing her a drink and it might, you know, it's a little stiff. And she didn't, wow, that's a little stiff. I don't think I want that. It's not, it's not bad. It's not about date rate. It's just a man and woman. They're sitting around enjoying each other's company, and that's it. Yeah, they don't make it. It's funny though because all it. it's, you do hear a lot of like high schools will use it. And <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, it's it should be. Oh, yeah, it's 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 for the for adults. Yeah, but but I, I love that song. I love Dean Martin. Yeah, so yeah, I put that on my list. Now I hear that song too. It makes me think of Elf. <laughs> yeah, because and, and they did a good job yes, with, with Will Ferrell and Zoe. Deschanel or Deschanel, or however you say her I name. I can never but, say her name. Uh, it was kind of fun. They did it together. It was yeah. A good, good, uh, good song. Uh, but yeah, I like that song. It'd be on my playlist, even though it's not on this particular one, because <laughs> there's just such a there's limited... so many. It's hard to pick 10 Christmas songs. Yeah. Uh, my, my actual Christmas playlist, I actually moved one of my old ones from my old computer at work to another newer computer at work, and it was 700 meg. <laughs> <laughs> And probably still missing some songs on it. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was by no means comprehensive. So uh, that was your nine. Okay. Yep. Or ten. I'm sorry. Well, my number ten, I kind of went with something a little newer. I mean, it's, it's not new now. It's a number of years old. But it's not like some of the classic ones. Uh, is Believe from the Polar Express. And uh, Josh Groban sang it. So I'm um, not familiar with it. So I didn't see the Polar Express. It was Our son was older, so he really wasn't into that movie really and then you need to go to an IMAX and watch the Polar Express that is in 3D oh my goodness (laughs) there's a train scene where it's kind of like a roller coaster and you're in 3D glasses and on an IMAX screen oh my goodness it's crazy that sounds fun yeah but Believe by Josh Groban from the Polar Express soundtrack um, is my number 10 so and like I said I could have gone on for yeah for days with with both of these playlists I, I there's I really don't have any negative thing. Again, I love Christmas. I love most Christmas music. You could have thrown 10 completely different songs on there, and I probably still would have enjoyed it just as much as, as this. So right, right. It's so hard just to pick out 10. But those are the 10 that I came up with. Those. Yep. And like I said, we'll post those out on Facebook and um, share them under the It's Funny, That's Okay Facebook page, which we're trying to get that shared out there more, so hopefully more of you can yep. you know, click on these playlists. Also and maybe out on Twitter, listen. Instagram. We're trying to get more social. Yeah. And I'm not very social. No, so. we're we're an introverted podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I hate people. That's no. right. <laughs> no, I don't. So, well, we're going to try to, to kind of continue this a little bit, and I, hopefully this isn't going to be too confusing. We're going to make another playlist here. I kind of, I'm kind of calling this either kind of like a little less commercial or maybe guilty pleasure songs. Songs that... People will say, oh, I don't like that song, or, oh, I'm sick of that song. But to you or me, I mean, like I have some songs on here that people say, oh, they hate that song. I like them. So I, when I say guilty pleasure, I'm not afraid to tell people, oh, I like these songs. But there are, 
just a song that maybe aren't as popular or they were hugely popular and people don't, they say they hate now. So Yeah, whereas well, my list those. will probably be ones that people say, oh, that's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, I started the last one. I'll let you start this one. So, All right. Let's let's start off. And these, we only have five. Kind of cut that down. Again, this, I, I could have probably had 10 or 20 of these songs as I started looking through some of the more obscure songs. Like, well, I could throw that one on there. I could throw that one on there. Yeah, and it's funny. Yes, I... My first one is going to be, it's a pretty obscure song, and I actually was doing a little looking into, like, Christmas songs and what, what, how much money an artist makes if they have a popular Christmas song, and my first one is, like I said, it's fairly obscure, and I think they said it's, he still, he makes like $150,000 a year on this song. Um, so if you can write a good Christmas song and get it. Well, let's stop podcasting right now and come up with a Christmas song. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, there were a bunch of them that I read, like, from the you know, 70s and 80s. I mean, some of them are making people, you know, $450,000 a year. And these weren't the, you know, the mainstream ones. These were just the more obscure ones. And I'm not greedy. Um, I just want one. I'll take one yeah. of those. Yeah. I think I think Love Actually, the movie, is actually kind of about, I think the the guy is living off the uh, royalties from a Christmas song he did. Huh. Um, but anyways, so my first one is called Stop the Calvary. And this is by Jonah Louie. And it's it actually was written as a war protest song, even though it came out. It was written in 1978, came out in '80. Um, really, wasn't a major war going on at that time, but there was a lot of unrest between the United States and Russia, and even still some some hints of nuclear possibilities and things like that. So uh, the song has a theme of being kind of a war protest, but it's got a very cool. Um, you heard it, the brass, like Salvation Army brass playing in it and some chimes and things like that that give it a real Christmas feel. Yeah, you, you played it for me before we started up because I had never heard it. Yeah. And when you played it, it's it's uh, it sounds British or, or yeah, United Kingdom uh, guy singing it. And, and in my head, it sounds like a marching song. I'm like, I picture yeah. the, the Queen's Guard or marching out to wherever, <laughs> or, you know. Yeah, it's a, it's a very uh, unique song. Yeah, it, it was very unique. So but I had never heard that song. Before. Ever since I heard it, uh, some radio station played it a few years ago. And it's like, man, I kind of I dig that song. And every year now, I, that's part of my my playlist. Huh, interesting. So, yeah, we'll, we'll throw that on the playlist. So, my again, the first song I came up a lot of people, everybody knows this song. People say they hate it. I, I've always liked the song. I still like the song to this day. The Chipmunk song by the Chipmunks. <laughs> I love Alvin and the Chipmunks. That song especially. Uh, again, probably nostalgia. Takes me back to being a I kid. Like it. Um, just, you know, it, it's fun. And, mm-hmm. and uh, you got Alvin's kind of a smart aleck that's given... Dave Seville, all kinds of grief about singing the song. So yeah, and Dave gets all mad. Yeah, he's all mad. So always enjoyed that song. So yeah. that would be my one of the, my, the first one I've got on here is the Chipmunk song. Chipmunk song. All right. Well, um, my number two is weird. It's weird because it's Weird Al. Christmas at Ground Zero. <laughs> that that is that's a fun song. <laughs> it is weird. It's about the uh, nuclear war. I Holocaust. think I'm stuck on a theme here. <laughs> war, war, death, song. and destruction for Greg's Christmas list. That's nice. <laughs> That's right. Oh, I think I think Doug. I mentioned earlier my on my top ten. There were some that were borderline taking my man card away again. <laughs> um, if you had one, I would take it. away. Yeah, I keep losing it. Um, so yeah, Christmas at Ground Zero by Weird Al. Well, my second one. 
is one that's very obscure, and I, very few people probably even know the song at all. But it's by a group from the 60s, The Ventures. Now, people will probably know them. Some of them, they rock group. They played a lot of... Uh, you remember their popular, like... It was, it was like, like a... Yeah, yeah, it was kind of a, a surf rock type song yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they would also do a lot of songs, remakes of their reinvision of, or, yeah, reimagination of like the Beatles type songs, things like that. They yeah, would do a lot yeah. of other I people's like their songs. Music. But we had a Ventures Christmas album. And as a kid, they had a song on there called Scrooge. And it almost sounds more like a, a Halloween song. It's kind of. Dun, dun, yeah, dun, I dun, hadn't dun, heard that dun, 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 dun. It's goofy. I always loved that song. <laughs> I just played over and over until my dad would finally holler and said, just let the record play all the way through or don't play it at all. <laughs> there's, so, a, there's a deeper groove. There's a big groove there. Yeah. Um, well, I'm glad you liked it. Don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. But it was different. And again, it's probably nostalgia. It makes me think of being a kid, putting that putting that song on there. So, yeah. Scrooge yep. by the Ventures. Yep. Yeah, you played it for me. I really wasn't that familiar with it. I don't... I'll be honest. I'm not sure if I've heard it or not. Uh, so... Wasn't familiar to me. All right. Well, my number three for guilty pleasure or obscure songs is a rendition of the 12 Days of Christmas done by Reliant K. Hmm. Um, Not one that a lot of people have probably heard a lot, but it's a rocking, hard-driving Christmas song. I don't Um, remember that song. Yeah, you have to give it a listen. It's a a lot of fun. Um, So... So that is my number three is the 12 Days of Christmas by Reliant K. Reliant K was a Christian uh, Christian group. Um, I believe they're still together. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't have to know. research that. Um, but, but yeah, fun version. They actually had a little Christmas CD that had, I think, about seven or eight songs on it uh, that had some really cool Christmas tunes on it. So give that. you might look that up and give it a listen, too. Well, my, my third song is it's kind of one of the novelty songs that uh, was a follow-up to uh, kind of a one-hit wonder. But Snoopy Christmas versus the Red Baron <laughs> by the Royal Guardsmen. Yep. I, that was a great song as a kid. Because it starts off, it kind of has them singing like the old Christmas tree in German. Kind of it's going back to World War One. Stop the Calvary. Yeah, it's, yeah, it kind of does. Yeah. And it's kind of, uh, you know, it's, it's about kind of taking place during World War One, and they stop, kind of stop fighting for a little bit to kind of promote peace on Earth, and then it's back to the war. So yeah. that was always fun, fun song. Love Snoopy anyway, so. Oh, yeah. The Royal Guardsmen, Snoopy Christmas versus the Red Baron. That one throws me back to about fifth grade. That's about, when yeah. I, I think, about when I started hearing it, and it's I loved it. I think I had the 45 of it, actually. I have uh, the 40, I have the 45 of it. So, yeah, I love that song. All right, well, my number four. So my first two songs were uh, uh, kind of war-themed. Well, my this one is going to tie into my last one because it's another version of 12 Days of Christmas. <laughs> but this one is by Bob and Doug McKenzie. Oh, love, <laughs> love the uh, Bob and Doug McKenzie. Yeah, from, what was it, SCTV, yeah. the, the hosers from the, yeah. the Great White North. Um, yeah, that's a fun one. Um, I love they get confused in the song and don't know where they're at. And the background singers go, five. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, Bob and Doug McKenzie, 12 Days of Christmas. That is number four on my list. Okay. Well, my four song, again, it's going to have some controversy. Most people I've talked to, they hate this song. Absolutely hate this song. 
I I like it. I don't want to hear it on a continual loop, <laughs> but I don't mind hearing it a couple times. It's Jingle Bells, but it's by Carl Weissman, and most people are like Carl Weissman. Okay. It's Explain. the Barking Dogs. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Carl Weissman was the guy that did it. And actually, the backstory. Well, the backstory is pretty interesting. I, I didn't know any of this. He was Danish, and Ooh, he was an or, ornithologist. <laughs> so he would go out and record bird sounds. That's what he would do. And as he recorded these bird sounds, he would get dogs barking in the tapes a lot of times. And so this was. He made this in 1955. He he started recording. He started recording it said in 1949. Wow! And then what he would do? This was back in the age where they actually had magnetic tape. So he would take razors and he would cut out just the dog barks. And he noticed they're in different keys. So he started splicing them together just for fun and making them do different songs. And he put out a, a an album of kids songs with the dogs barking like you know. I think a lot of pop music is made that way now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, minus the uh, physically having to cut it, but they just <laughs> spice it all together. But that is where he got this. So he put that all together and put it to Jingle Bells. And in 1955, it, it went to number 22 on the Billboard charts. And then it was re-released in 1971, and it went even higher. And I couldn't find That's the official. That's probably where I remember it. Officially. I couldn't find the official height of it, but I think it was like up in the teens even where it went. But... If you think about it, this was back in the day. That took a lot of work. The guy is cutting it with with a razor blade, splicing it together, getting the right pitches to make the dogs bark. Isn't that wild? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Jingle Bells, Carl Weissman, the Weissman dogs. Love it. Yeah. I kind of a love-hate relationship with that song. It's kind of like, I like to hear it once or twice during the season. And like I said, I don't want it on a continual loop. But I do like to listen to it. At Although least. I would like to know if he ever did a bird album. Well, I don't know. I was recording birds. I mean, <laughs> he probably you know, made I, more money with the dog. So I guess so. <laughs> All right. So that was your number five. Yeah, uh, four. A oh, four. Okay. Yeah, I went first. Okay. Well, my number five is you actually do hear this one occasionally on radio stations that are playing. You know. 24-7 Christmas throughout the holidays, and they'll throw this one in for a, a comical song. There was a guy named Bob Rivers who did a bunch of uh, yep. satirical or yep. funny songs. I'm, I'm familiar with Bob Rivers. And he did this one, Most Fattening Time of the Year. Yeah. And it's got a, he does like Richard Simmons voice while he's doing it. That. And uh, yeah, it talks about the overeating at Christmas. Um, it's a fun song. Uh, so that made my list of top five uh Kind of guilty. I like comedy songs, so actually, I have a whole bunch of Bob Rivers songs I, I in my playlist I listen to. Uh, he's got one that he does with. Uh, you remember the song with Bing Crosby and David Bowie? Oh yeah, Little Drummer Boy. Yeah, excellent song. Ooh, that's another one too. That other. Yeah. What's the other one they do together? Uh, in there, or is it Little Drummer Boy? I think it's the Little Drummer one? Boy, and because the, then it also they they kind of morph it into a, a different section. Be Saunders. Yeah, maybe, yeah, yeah. Maybe. Well, the, there's a whole. He does a version of that where David Bowie comes to Bing's house and they're talking. I, I kind of remember it's that. It's hilarious. So, so if you get a chance, give uh, Bob Rivers a listen. Uh, they're, you know, they're, they're, they would actually be under the It's Funny. That's not that makes it okay. Actually, another one. They're borderline. By, another one by Bob Rivers that I always enjoyed, and you've already had this song on there twice. The Twelve Pains of Christmas. Yes, the Twelve Pains. It's another good one by Bob Rivers. So I'm very, I am familiar with Bob Rivers. I do enjoy his. Yeah, the one guy music. sounds like Archie Bunker. Yeah. 
You so, do that, Edith, huh? <laughs> so, so yeah, my number five is most fattening time of the year. And my fifth one, I, I'm, I really, I hate to admit this because I can't stand the group. Ooh, do we got a man card potential? <laughs> oh, I'm sure it's going to be shredded and burnt by the time, but I don't care. It's what it is. I last Christmas by Wham. I oh like, yeah, I like that song. Man card pulled. <laughs> yep. So you know, I'll I'll put oh, that like song on and. I'll get out my little white short shorts and my white shirt that says relax on it. And I dance around and sing. <laughs> then he follow, he does a medley with Wake Me Up Before You Go-Go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, But yeah, Last Christmas by Wham. Uh, I do like that song. Yeah, it's actually not a bad song. And there's I've actually heard some other good versions of that one, too. Uh, uh, yeah, there was, is it uh, Jimmy Eat World? Yeah. They, they did, mm-hmm. That was a great version. Yeah, yeah. So, so I can, you know. Even though your man card's got some shredding on it now. Actually, you know what? I think your man card is a punch card. So I just punched one. (laughs) You get to 10, you completely lose it. Oh, man. That's not good. I'm at nine. (laughs) And a half. They started going through on the 10, they stopped. Yeah, so. All right. So that gets us through our playlist. Do you have any any hated songs that will absolutely? I've, I've only got two, but if they come on, you're you're punching the radio. You don't even want to hear it. Well, I actually have two. Okay, and then I have two that I think are kind of critically panned a little bit, even though they're probably two of the most popular Christmas songs out there. Uh, I you know you all the time hear people. I hate that song. I'm so sick of it. And so I'll go with the two um, highly acclaimed ones first and the first one would be All I Want for Christmas is You by Mariah Carey I like that song <laughs> I do and I like her version of it and I, I that's too. about the only Mariah Carey song I like yeah it is it's a fun song I like it um, I especially love the version that uh, Jimmy Fallon did with his band with the toy instruments See, I, don't, I don't remember <laughs> if I saw that that's, that's good but uh, yeah so Mariah Carey All I Want for Christmas is You and um the other one is Simply Having a Wonderful Christmas by Paul McCartney and Wings. I like that song, too. And it I will give them this. It's, it's played to death. It they is played. play it all the time. Oh, you're walking through the stores at Christmas. Every store you go in, you hear it. Yep. <laughs> but, you know, it's Paul McCartney. What can you say? It, it was a good song. So those are two that I think were kind of, are kind of across the board loved and hated. <laughs> All right, so so what's uh, what's your first one as far as the ones you, you don't like? The ones I, I I can't stand, and a lot of people like it, and it's it, the critics like it. But "Happy Christmas Wars Over" by John Lennon and Yoko Ono, I I have never liked that song. It's such a whiny song. I just I can't I don't like it. I just can't I can't <laughs> listen to it. If it comes on the radio, I'm I'm punching the button. Like, yeah, no, no yeah. I don't I don't want to hear it. Yeah, I think that one gets a button punch from me too. I guess I don't punch buttons really much anymore, but <laughs> it gets redialed or something. It gets a thumb down. Yeah. And I'm thumbing down my radio. <laughs> you click it on the thumbs down on Pandora and not hearing it again. Yep. Well, I think I'm going to make my first hated one. Grandma got run over by a reindeer. <laughs> <laughs> Patsy and Elmo. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty much over that song. It just it was huge when it came out. It was huge. They it was Oh, they made a fortune off oh, of it, did. I'm sure. They uh, did. And it was fun the first, you know, yeah. 100,000 times I heard it. But <laughs> After some point, I'm wishing I was ran over by a reindeer. <laughs> so so that's my number one hated. Yep. And for me, the second one, I played it. It's not a very well-known song. They do play it once in a while. 
But even as a kid, I always like, you know, the novelty songs, the Snoopy and the singing dogs. But even as a kid, this one did nothing for me. Dominic, the Italian Christmas donkey. <laughs> just, and I didn't know this one. Oh, it's not good. It's just not a good song. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't really know that one. I think you should put it out there on the playlist as well. And I can, yeah, we'll throw it on there. I know. think we'll make a couple different playlists. And yeah, and we'll put that one out there and uh, you guys can listen to it if you want to. But you've been warned. It's garbage. Yeah. Now, my next one, and I'm going to be curious to see if you like this one or don't like it. Um, I have a feeling you might like this one, but I don't. <laughs> Um, and that is Santa Claus is Coming to Town by Bruce Springsteen. No, not particularly. <laughs> but I'm not a huge Bruce Springsteen fan. I'm, had, I'm not. He had either. a few songs I like. He seems a little, he's too screamy a lot of times. Santa Claus is Coming to Town. He's like, yeah, okay. It's just, get I it don't know. It just, that one doesn't do anything for yeah. me. So that's on my hated list. I thought maybe a couple of runner ups might be. Uh, um, all I Want for Christmas. Not my two front teeth, that one. Well, there's that one too. But I do like that um, one by Spike Jones. So. <laughs> but what was the right... Um, hippo. I want a hippopotamus yeah, for Christmas. I want a hippopotamus for you Christmas. Know what? I don't... I don't mind... I don't look look for that song. I want a hippopotamus If it comes on, Christmas. it's... I, I can listen to it. So... Yeah, that one... I, I don't know, that one... I, I, I'm, I'm calling it an honorable mention. Just sure. I don't, you know... An honorable um, mention of hate. That's right. Um, <laughs> Um, and then I was wondering, <clears throat> how do you feel about the uh, Feed the World, that one? Oh, <laughs> no. Yeah, I, I, I didn't care for any of those. <laughs> so so those are a couple honorable mentions. I don't yeah. know if they'll be on the Make the Playlist or not. but um, <clears throat> so It'll be on the Do Not Listen playlist. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, wow, that, that was a pretty long segment. That there. was a long segment. Um, I don't know if I'd call that that funny. You know, we try to we try to come up with funny things and and uh, things like that. But uh, you know, it's fun to talk about the Christmas music, and it'll be fun to put a playlist out there and uh, and um, let you guys listen to some of it. Hopefully, you guys will take advantage of the playlist and um, and uh, give it a listen. So. Yeah. Ah. Yeah, wow. We we talked for a long time about music. So, yeah. um, well, it's, I, that's I think we'll favorites. move a few things. I had a, I had a couple of uh, new things, but maybe we'll move those out till next week. Yeah, we'll yeah. talk about some whiny millennials. So uh, those whiny millennials, <laughs> we'll we'll move those till next week. But because uh, this this took up a big chunk of our of our podcast, it here, really so. did, and in a good way. I hope. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it, but I like music. So yeah, I'm. One well, of my favorite things. Well, let's try to transition out of the music a little bit. Well, not a little bit, all the way. <laughs> We're <laughs> and, done. Into uh, Christmas decorations. Um, oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, I know. We got Christmas decorations. We still have the days to celebrate, and we're going to have to uh, ramp it up here a little bit. Yeah, so. I don't have a whole lot on Christmas decorations. Um, I, I've got a few things on Christmas decorations. I can talk about, like, right now, things that I hate. I don't care for... All the inflatables. Now, we have a house down the road from us. They'll put up like 22. I am not joking. I mean, that's not like an exaggeration. They'll have 18 to 22 inflatable uh, decorations in their front yard. Is this the one we drove by the other night? Yeah. And so, right now, they've got like uh, an inflatable turkey. They have a scarecrow. And they have... A jack-o'-lantern. So it's kind of there. They're not sure. Yeah. They before, Halloween, they had 18, <laughs> before Halloween, they had 18... 
Halloween inflatables that were mm-hmm. different than the three they have now. They probably have ten thousand dollars wrapped up in inflatable decorations for their <laughs> house. But uh, yeah, it's a. I actually there. have one. Oh, I have it's zero. A, it's a penguin that we've had for years. We usually don't put it outside, but um, it's I in the bedroom, it. huh? You just put it out in your bedroom. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to bed. Well, let me turn on the inflatable. <laughs> 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 well, the inflatable penguin, I mean. <laughs> yeah, that, okay. could, that was funny, so I made it okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Woo! Okay, well. Uh, got that warm. went down a different road. Got warm in here. Um, okay, yeah, so, so did you have other things like now that... Well, things that I always hated are look tacky. And this was popular in the 60s, 70s, and even some in the 80s. It's all the plastic decorations, the plastic Santa mm-hmm. Clauses. For one thing, they'll have the plastic Santa Claus with the, the sleigh and the reindeer. And there's only three reindeer on it. Yeah. It's like, well, <laughs> if you're going to put them out there, and I know maybe you're looking, you're like, well, because you can't see their, their, their pairs there. So you're only looking at, you're getting, okay, again, that's six. In every song, he's got at least Eight. Yeah. And Sometimes Rudolph nine if you throw Rudolph in there. Yeah. But you better have eight reindeer. If you're going to put, you're going to go to the trouble to put them out there and you already got six up, you got to throw the seven and eight on there. Yeah. Have you seen the house in Bloomington that uh, every square inch of their yard and roof is covered with plastic yes. figures? Yes, <laughs> I have. And I will try to get over there and get a picture and we'll put it out there. But that'd be good. It is, it is unbelievable. If yeah. you haven't seen it, it's unbelievable. Yeah. They got the plastic. The candle, the big candle, the plastic <laughs> Santa Claus, yeah, uh, the plastic reindeer. I'm trying to think what other plastic things that they'd have outside. Those were the three big ones that I could. Yeah, think of. I mean, there's there's tons. It's it's hard to say what all they've got in that yard. <laughs> but uh, um, so so when you were growing up as a kid, what what all would you throw on your Christmas tree, or what would you put on there? My brothers. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, um, well, I mean, for starters. You got to figure out what tree did you have. Oh, I was yeah. th- I was thinking about the aluminum ones that had that spinning color wheel yep. that would sit beside yep. them and then throw color up. I I had an uh, actually it's a great aunt in Alabama who had one, and that's where I always think of when I think of the aluminum tree with the spinning color disc. See, I don't think I ever saw anybody with the aluminum tree. I'm trying to I'm trying to remember. I've seen those, but I don't. I've seen them on TV or at a store. I They're don't think I've cool, ever actually. seen them. <laughs> I've never seen them actually in somebody's house for Christmas. Yeah. But as far as things putting on the trees when I was younger, things I don't see as much anymore is like tinsel. You oh, know, yeah. you'd get the box of tinsel and it makes a mess. It does. But you'd pull it out and, you know, and as, when you're a little kid, your mom or dad, you know, they're trying to put it on there nice yeah, and Don't clump it. You don't yeah. want big clumps of it. Oh, yeah. And we'd grab a clump and just wing it and you'd have a big clump right in the middle then. But how about when you're a kid and it, in the wintertime, you don't have the humidity, so you're walking around in your stocking feet, and you get close to the tree, and the static build up, and that tinsel would come out and sock. <laughs> you get shocked by it. Yep. <laughs> um, but yeah, tinsel um, spray flock. Oh yeah, you know I, you'd spray, I've used spray flock. spray snow on your tree to make it look yeah. like it's snowing inside. Um, now you brought something up uh, in the meeting before we started. That one of my all-time favorite uh, decorations. Bubble lights. Oh, yeah. I love bubble yep. lights. It makes me think of my Aunt Joyce. She would yep. always put bubble lights on. It had the little, I always loved those. Like little mini lava lamps. Yep. I was going to get some a few years back and put them on our tree. We kind of do a kind of a retro tree. But 
it was like twenty dollars, and you got four a string of four. Yeah, like, a string of four. Well, you put can the word four ret- be a string retro in front of it. And... I don't think you can have a string with with less than ten. It's got to be double digits to make you, a string. You would think so, but no, a string of four, twenty bucks. But yeah, the bubble lights. Um, did you ever do any home, homemade ornaments or crafts that you put on the tree? I probably did at school or at church, but I don't really remember doing them at home. I remember as a kid in the 70s, and I'll throw the commercial out there, we did Shrinky Dinks. Yeah, I remember the Shrinky Dinks. Oh, yeah. We had the Shrinky Dinks out there. and uh, Or do you remember the ornaments? They're they're plastic and they're round, but then they're they're cut out in the front and they're hollow. And they they would have something in the middle, like they'd have an angel or a manger scene inside the plastic ornament themselves. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, I found some of these pictures. We'll put some of those out there. But they have all kinds. Or they'd have Santa Claus, or they have, like, the manger scene. They'd have all these different scenes inside. We had several of those. Yeah. Or the little elf. It looks like the elf on the shelf, but they were green and red, and their knees were up, and their hands were around them. They were cloth. They'd hang it from them. Or my mom would make these, or we made them at church. They were the... uh, Oh, they were like crocheted people, but their body was uh, a thing of lifesavers. And they'd have a head yeah, and legs and feet, mm-hmm. you know, and arms. And then uh, one year for the Christmas banquet, my mom made these um, Frosty the Snowman heads out of felt. Mm-hmm. And it and she put a back on it. It was like a pocket. And so then there were, you could put candy in the back of them. And yeah. you hang it from the tree. I've and actually you could seen pull, stuff like that, You could too. pull candy out. Yeah. So, yeah, those were always fun. You know, the homemade decorations, the fun decorations we put together, paint up. Um, yeah. I mean, growing up, and then this isn't a tree decoration, but I just remember when we when we started decorating the house, my mom, one of the first things she'd pull out that I, always, I still think about, and I don't have them anymore because my windows don't really work well for these um, but was the plastic candelabras and single candles? Oh yeah, yeah. With an orange bulb in yep. it or a white bulb or whatever. At our old house, we used to put those up all the time. But we had a you know a five candelier in the front window, and then in all the other windows a single one. And um, I don't know. I still kind of like that. And I see a lot of houses with those in them even now. Now, as a kid or growing up, or even now, when do you? And not not to get too much on the end of the Christmas, but we're talking about decorations. When do you pull those decorations down? For like like now, it's usually like we get past New Year's. So, you know, and then once you're past New Year's, okay, we'll pull down the decorations, unplug the ones outside. May. <laughs> no. <laughs> I've got I've got people in our neighborhood, I don't think they ever take them down. No, I we I turn I turn them off typically after New Year's. Uh, this year, I think New Year's is on a Wednesday, so I might run them to the weekend, yep. maybe. Um, so I asked that only because, like, in my family, with, with it was always a little bit of a struggle because my dad, like, we were just done unwrapping, and he's like, "All right, let's get the tree down." And okay. I was like, "Ron, we're not taking the tree down right now." <laughs> so he was he'd be one of me. All right, let's get this. Let's get the house back to normal. Christmas is over. Throw everything out. Burn all of the packaging. Let's go. Yeah, no, I, li- I like some decorations, so uh, I would tend to leave them up a little longer than probably a lot of people do. Yeah. So. Well, we'll talk about this. We were driving around a week ago. This is some outdoor decorations. This is one of the, <laughs> the funnier things I've seen. Uh, there was a guy out cleaning his yard, and he had 
raked up a bunch of leaves oh, yeah. into a big pile. It was kind of like, it was like a pyramid looking pile, you know. Was, and uh, we drove by and I said, what? Did you see, did you see that? <laughs> we backed said, up. Yeah, I, I turned around because I wasn't sure what I saw. So he had the pile of leaves. It was probably, I don't know, three foot tall. Yeah. And around the pile of leaves, they had ran lights all the way around it and some garland all the way around. And there was a star on top of this <laughs> pile of leaves. So I was like, at first, I don't know, is he throwing those out and that's just the garbage? Or maybe his wife gave him a to-do list. You need to pick up that yard waste, get those leaves raked up, and then put the Christmas lights up too. I don't want to play. I said do this. All right. So there. I got the leaves raked up. I got the lights on. Did you like them? How do you like them? <laughs> and I do have a picture of that, so we'll put that out yeah, there. Yeah, that as was well. weird. <laughs> so that was that was pretty funny. Yeah. I, I did enjoy that, but I just picture, you know, it probably started off with the with an argument and the guy's finally like, Fine, I'll put the Christmas lights up and rake the leaves. There you go. Yeah. So as far as far as you know, other decorations. I mean, over the years, we had window clings. Yeah. You know, yep. you window cling. Static cling thing you put on your window or spray on window frost. Did you ever do that? That's kind of neat. Outline a window yeah. with it. It makes it look like it's icy. I don't icy. think we... I've, I've seen that. I had, now my windows are just so crappy that they just do that. <laughs> <Yeah>. But <laughs> I had family members that did that, but yeah, I, we did not, I don't think. And how do you feel about... Uh, so more current, how do you feel about like the projectors that throw out the individual green and red dots or snowflakes. I'm not a fan of those. Because uh, I'm debating putting one on the side they're of the okay, house with the snowflakes. They're okay. Yeah, the snowflakes are okay. Some of those that just have like the red and green dots, they look kind of odd to me. I know, it's it like, like people stand out there with little stars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm flying through space or something. I don't know. And then there's, you know, then, then the, the more recent trend is the computerized light Well, show. those are really cool, but I don't have, you know... 20 grand to drop into a system and throw up and not to mention what my electric bill would be. <laughs> Here's one here in town. You've seen it. Yep. It's it's like a ranch home. It's not very big, but I think airplanes could see that thing when it's on. <laughs> I mean, it's so bright. They're LED lighting and it's very cool. And it's all synced up to music and radio. Yep. As a matter of fact, if you're on Facebook and you go to lights on main street, You'll see that one. Oh, cool. um, it's on there. You can look at previous light shows they've done for Halloween and Christmas. They actually have their this year's Christmas one on there already, um, and it's not even lit up yet. He just, I think, he did a trial run and recorded it. So, uh, yeah. but that's yeah, lights on Main Street. If you want to look at that on Facebook, yeah. There's there's a couple houses in Washington that do that too, and they do a pretty good job. The ones in Washington, and it's not always both of them, but uh, sometimes. They have two, and they're across from each other, mm -hmm. and they'll sync them up together where they go back and forth. So it's not like they're competing. Houses. Well, it's not like that. It's like they're complementing. The, the one guy doesn't do quite as much, and uh, the, the, like one year they did a uh, Christmas vacation type, and it said Clark Griswold on the one guy's house. It was all lit up, and yeah. the other guy's wasn't much. It just said Cousin Eddie, <laughs> and he had his stuff up there. And so lights would go on on the one side with music playing, and then it would kick like shoot over to to his house yeah. and it would do something and almost like dueling banjo you know and go back and forth so that was kind of fun yeah. something different I hadn't seen one of my favorites was that dude on Main Street had his going and his next door neighbor put out a big cardboard sign and then black marker he wrote on there ditto with an arrow pointing next door <laughs> <laughs> well that's pretty good <laughs> um, so yeah the, the computerized lights I, those are fun 
Um, but hey, maybe I'll do that to my like car. Put computerized lights on it and there you drive go. around. I bring the show to you. There you go. <laughs> so, anyways, I think that's about it on decorations. You think? I think so. I can't really think of anything else. Okay. Well, why don't we dig into looking at what we have to celebrate this coming week? Oh yeah, we've got some more. Some good, some not as much. <laughs> but some we, just we've, weird. We've got some. So I'll, I'll kick it off. We'll, we'll go uh, Monday, December 9th. It's Christmas Card Day. It's Christmas. Christmas just a few weeks away. If you haven't sent out your greeting cards, make sure you do it December 9th because it's Christmas Card Day. I don't even know how many people send out physical Christmas cards anymore. I mean, I still, I still Some get people a pretty do. good like, photo card. People yeah. do photos. But, uh, yeah, they. this is the official day for it. So send out your holiday and Christmas cards. You can make your own cards. If you don't have time to send a physical card, send an e-card, it says. so. <clears throat> uh, did you know the first Christmas cards were sent in 1843 and were commissioned in London by Sir Henry Cole? So John Horsley illustrated the card, which featured the members of the family. I used to work with a guy named John Horsley. He must have been really old then. <laughs> so anyway, Monday, December 9th is Christmas card day. All right. Well, on the 10th, we have, on it's on Tuesday, the 10th, you actually have a couple. But the first one is the Dewey Decimal System Day. Uh, this is a, a holiday dedicated to, the, com, to commemorate the birth of Melville Dewey. And uh, he's the inventor of the Dewey Decimal System of library classifications. Um, so ways you can celebrate this is you can uh, run down to the local library. And uh, uh, I don't even know if they still, I guess they still use the decimal system, but they don't have the old card catalogs like they used to. Um, most of that's all computerized now. But you could, uh, you could learn more about the Dewey Decimal System in case you want to have some uh, useless trivia to quote to people. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, run down to the library and, uh, you know, maybe you can sit at one of their tables and make some Christmas cards from the day before. <laughs> I remember in grade school that they would take us, we'd go to field trips, go to the library, and they would explain that. I never completely understood the whole Dewey Decimal System of the how the cards are in there different ways. Because wasn't it under, like, you could either do it by author or by... Uh, I, I I don't know. I was like, I, I, guess, honest, I guess I need to observe field, this one because I don't know. On field trips, I pretty much tuned out. I was just happy not to be in school. So yeah, I was kind of probably in the back goofing off with friends, and then when they were oh yeah, things, making so. fun of things. Oh yeah, probably making fun of Dewey. Oh look at Dewey, you're Dewey Decimal. <laughs> <laughs> My wife Lori works at the library. Maybe I can have her explain it to you. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll bring her in for one of the podcasts. Yeah, so give her a, a test, a segment on it. Yeah. Do you know the Dewey Decimal System? <laughs> Can you explain it to us? <laughs> so, what's our second Tuesday holiday? Um, it is Jane Addams Day, unofficial holiday that celebrates the first American woman to receive the Nobel Peace Prize. She was not the first woman, but she was the first American woman. Um, <clears throat> says uh, on December 10th, uh, in 1931, Adams was awarded the most prestigious award for those who worked to spread peace, prosperity in the world. And their communities. I need somebody to spread some pros pros prosperity. <laughs> that would be nice. But uh, she was born in 1860, was a social worker, a feminist, 
and a peace activist. So, there you go. All right, Jane You can Adams. celebrate her or the Dewey Decimal System. <laughs> what an exciting day. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a real humdinger. Well, it gets better on Wednesday. Oh, good. Yeah, because on Wednesday, you get to celebrate Noodle Ring Day. <laughs> oh, I love celebrating Noodle Ring Day. Yeah, this was popular in the mid-1900s. Uh, noodle Ring Day is a dish made of flat noodles. Well, the day is not. A noodle ring, it says day. <laughs> a noodle ring is a dish made of flat noodles or any other type of flat pasta baked in a ring mold or bunt pan. Um, so how can you celebrate this? You can dig out grandma's cookbooks and make a noodle ring for dinner. Um, you can make your own noodles from scratch and make a noodle ring. Uh, this is more my speed. Make a dessert version of the dish. dish. Use uh, sugar while baking the noodles, instead of a savory filling, use fresh cut fruit or custard or pudding. Uh, finally, you could host a vintage dinner party. What would that be? A vintage dinner party. You got vintage food? Really old food. It's moldy. <laughs> this food is old and moldy. It's vintage. That's from the uh, clean out the refrigerator day we had a few weeks ago. Yeah, that's right. Save <laughs> that food from in the past. All right. So that's it on Wednesday. Noodle ring day. Make a noodle ring in a bunt cake pan. Well, that sounds like a real fantastic day. All right. Well, we have Thursday, December the 12th. It's Gingerbread House Day. All right, gingerbread. Take out all your baking supplies, unleash your imagination, and build a gingerbread house. You know, I always kind of wanted to build one. I never have. Well, anymore, you got to get all the permits and everything. It costs an arm yeah. and a leg and get an inspector to come in. Well, and our contractor, our gingerbread guy downtown is never there. No. <laughs> contractor come in, he only built half of it. And then he'd be gone. You'd have to call him on. Oh, the and time. then the inspectors come out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Do you have the proper permits for this edition? And, of course, I, you know, I want a gingerbread pool as well. Well, you know, <laughs> you're accustomed to a certain lifestyle. <laughs> so is this unofficial holiday celebrates the tradition of making houses and architectural models out of gingerbread cookies. The tradition tradition can be traced back to the 1600s. How can you celebrate? Make your own gingerbread house. It says maybe try to recreate a architectural landmark with gingerbread or take part in a local gingerbread house competition. And did you know that according to the Guinness Book of World Records, the world's largest gingerbread house was made in 2013 by the Traditions Club in Byron, or Bryan, I'm sorry, not Byron, in Bryan, Texas. Mm. So of course it was. Everything's bigger in Texas. That's right. Even the gingerbread houses. Uh, the house was 60 feet long and 10 feet tall. 10.1 foot tall. Wow. So that is Thursday, December 12th, Gingerbread House Day. Okay, well on Friday, you have official Lost and Found Day. Not opposed to the unofficial. No. Yeah. Okay, so I can only find things I officially lost. Yes. All right. Uh, the second Friday of December is celebrated every year as official Lost and Found Day. Um, I don't know, the ways you can celebrate this is if... You have lost something, or if you forgot an item somewhere, make an effort to track it down. If it is a personal object, chances are that someone is holding it for the owner to claim it. If I haven't lost something, should I go lose it? You might. Okay. 
I you lost can, my mind. Can I find my mind then? <laughs> or lose yourself and yeah. find yourself. Um, though not technically lost, items sold at thrift stores and flea markets are certainly forgotten. Take this day to visit your local thrift store and find something that will be loved in your home. Okay? Uh, or the last thing is if, if you're prone to losing things, perhaps today is the day to figure out a way to make sure you don't lose things frequently. Some ideas include putting a name tag and contact information on your belongings and creating a process to check if you, are, if you have all the things with you when leaving the home, getting off public transport, or leaving any public area. Yeah. Sounds like a lot of work to me. Yeah, it does. I don't know. You can come up with different ways to, to not lose things or misplace things, I guess, but it's one yeah. way to do it. Well, the, the bad thing is, is what if you've lost something and it's not official lost and found day? You got to wait till then to find it? Yeah, you got to wait a year. Man, until next December. So, so if you're going to lose something, you better lose it on this day. <laughs> and find it. And find it. Yeah. Otherwise, <laughs> it's next year before you get lose a cell phone. Good luck Sorry. with that. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, that's uh, Saturday, Friday. December 14th. I'm sorry. I stepped oh, no, right I said that, that's Friday. That's conclusion. it. Saturday, December 14th is Monkey Day. Celebrate <laughs> Monkey Day. The day celebrates monkeys and all other primates. So the origins of Monkey Day are not known. There are many theories why this holiday was created. And I, I use the term holiday very loosely. <laughs> Some sources suggest that it was... Started as a prank by some college students. While others suggest it was started by people who want to raise awareness about monkeys. <laughs> you need to pl- you need to put on our uh, Facebook page the uh, Bob and Tom skit about Gary Busey. Yeah. <laughs> Gary Busey's Facebook. Put that on Monkey Day. That's good. <laughs> so uh, how do you celebrate this day? Well, you can learn more about monkeys. Uh, you can visit your local zoo and go and observe it. Watch Planet of the Apes or you can watch King Kong. You can watch Friends, too. You could. Ro- uh, Ross, Ross had, a, had monkey. a monkey. Or Seinfeld yeah. when uh, Kramer got into the argument with the monkey. If somebody makes you very angry, you can fling poo at him. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you can watch uh, the Seinfeld where uh, Kramer makes a monkey upset. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's what I was saying. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Did you say Planet of the Apes? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Planet of the Apes and uh, and King Kong. Yeah. Did you know that monkeys went into space before humans did? Yes, I did know that. First primate to go into space was called Albert II. Or you could just listen or watch some of the old monkeys TV shows. Yeah. Listen to Take the Last Train to Clarksville. Yeah, I like the monkeys. So there you go. Saturday, December 14th is Monkey Day. Sunday, there is no... Unofficial weird holiday. Uh, So just take the time to rest. Other than that, we will see everybody back in one week. One week closer to Christmas. Yep. And oh, also one step back a second. On Friday, the official Lost and Found Day, that's Friday the 13th. Ooh, that's kind of scary. scary. Yeah. So so be be careful out there. Yep. We're we're done. Uh, Yeah, everybody have a good uh, Christmas season. We'll be back next week, though, with some more Christmas. Hope you're getting your Christmas baking, your Christmas shopping all done. Send us some cookies. And cash. We like cash. (laughs) All right. Well, Other than that, we will see everybody in one week. That's the show, and we are out of here. See ya. Well, that's the show. Thanks again for listening to It's Funny That Makes It Okay. 
Be sure to join us next week for a break from the mundane. Please rate, review, and share our podcast. Feel free to send comments to itsfunnyatcomic.com. Remember, if you see or do something that's a little questionable, as long as it's funny, that makes it okay.